Welcome to the Get Ricked Podcast with Aaron. We are back. Aaron's Week in Music for the week of July 21st, 2021. All right, what you got? Well, let's start off the week with Supreme Cultural Appropriator Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo! Featuring Tesher. Say it. He, He said it. Tesher. Oh, did he say it? Yeah. Oh. Because when Jason Derulo, Jason Derulo, he's like, and Tisher. <laughs> I know, I know. I remember him saying it too, though. Oh. And the song was Jollibee, baby. You know what Jollibee is? Isn't that the chicken place? That's Jollibee's. Oh. If I'm not mistaken, it's like a a crispy fried dough that's like dipped into like sugar, honey sugar. Is that what they had on the platters? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was so flat, though. Yeah. but It, it looked like a sliced tomato. But... As you're saying, cultural appropriator, the king. Well, but he was, I mean, he was including this Bollywood dude, right? Yes. So they're, and you know, it's a collab. It's not an appropriation if you're collaborating. Is it when, you know, like you're jumping from K-pop to Indian Bollywood to EDM to... If it's a collab, it's okay. Is it... So Queen Halsey and King Jason Dulo, who's going to culturally appropriate that one? I stumped you right yep, there. I'm not sure where to go. <laughs> like, what's that song going to sound like with Jason Dulo and Halsey? I give Jason Dulo credit because he's bringing Bollywood to Middle America. You know? To Middle America, he's bringing it to America. Uh, I don't think Middle America, Middle America, wants anything to do with these colored folk. We'll see, but you don't. You, but you also don't know if Jason Dulo lost his. Uh, his black card <laughs> once he went to K-pop <laughs> or to Indian, you know, you don't you don't know where he's going with that either. Like he's uh, trying to he's trying to get in where he fit in because he was known to do more like the R and B hip hop, mm. and now it's very dancey. The song wasn't that bad though; it was all right. It's but it's nothing special. Like you said before, it's, it's something special, that you've heard before. It's a little catchy though, in a sense, and you know the video is fun. Right, it's it's a video that's been done before, I think. Where well, they have the big Bollywood dance scene. And well, and then the dudes are checking out this one chick, right? And yeah. then at the end, her schlubby husband or actual guy she's with comes up. You know, it was kind of like um, when Screech married. Or the a better version video. would be, you know, Rain and JYP would switch to me. <laughs> that would be the better analogy, I would think. No, well. Man, the 98 Degrees one was pretty awesome. I do. It's hot, a great hot tub. Hot tub. <laughs> That's better than Rain and JYP. I don't know. I do is a classic song. It's an Ulrich song. It's a classic song, but in terms of the men in the group, <laughs> there's only like two of the four that were like, eh. That had a shot. Yeah. But, they, but the point is they hot, got... Hot tub had no <laughs> shot, bro. <laughs> Even the two... Still got ousted by Screech, so that's why the video was funny like that. Ali Landry likes Doritos. And she's a farter. She's in Silent Bob Strike Skeevy Back. stoners. Yeah, only skeevy stoners fart. Did I say Ali Ali Landry? Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was thinking. Ali Larder. The farter. The farter. <laughs> My bad. So what'd I, you give it? I gave it a Soyun, because just not for me. In theory, I gave it a Hyoyun, but in reality, I gave it a Soyun, just, I just don't like it. I'm, it's not my... Bang. Well, we're moving on to more new music this week. We'll start off with The Beebs. With the Beebs. Khaled. 
Baby, I love you. What does Khaled do? Sing. I don't even know what parts he was singing. I thought he sang all of it, actually. Seriously? Did you think Justin Bieber grew some nuts? I don't know, man. Justin Bieber, ever since he's had his more mature sound, his not his voice isn't that high anymore, you know? See, I thought this was Khaled singing the song. So what was Justin Bieber doing then? I just, don't know. Just in the video? That's what my question was. I was looking all I'm, over I'm really for... I'm confused. Like a line distribution type. Yeah, 100%. Because hmm. I thought this was Khaled's vocals. Hmm. Like, it sounded like Khaled to me. It didn't sound like Justin Bieber. Hmm. Because you've heard Justin Bieber singing his little higher register. Because this was pretty... Yeah. That was kind of... I thought it was still kind of higher, but it's still... Um, it seemed a lot more soulful than I remember mm-hmm. Justin Bieber ever having a soul. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, he's trying to portray this working class man. Mm. As we've seen in this, like, this three or four video arc of him evolving into a... Manly man with his oh, porn stash. The sad ass video too, right? Well, that, that's the, the song reminded me of um, that Jamie Lawson's wasn't expecting that, mm. like about dying, you know, like yeah, yeah, the relationship, you know, like a relationship ending due to death, not breaking up or yeah. whatever. So, Asian bitch gets cancer or something like that. Yeah, probably because shaved head, probably infected by Justin Bieber. But I liked it a lot. But I also think Khaled did a lot of the heavy lifting. I don't know where Justin Bieber, mm. where Bieber ends and Khaled begins. You thought it was all Justin Bieber? I mean, I couldn't tell. I just assumed it was him just because he's in the video more. Mm. Uh, what, Khaled's like in a bus once or something like that? Yeah. Looks like he's falling asleep in the bus. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Probably because he was just singing. He was singing and Justin Bieber was <laughs> appropriating his music. I mean, shit. I would, I would recommend watching the video. If if you want to make yourself sad, it's perfect to watch. So, I gave it. I gave it a Tay Tay. Wow. Tay on, despite it being a Justin Bieber song, because <laughs> I feel like it was more of a Khaled song. <laughs> I did. I did kind of like the song too. So it was sad. It, it was. Yeah. It pulled at the heartstrings. It also helps the video. Mm. It it does its job, baby. Justin Bieber should stop singing and go into acting. And there was an Asian girl in the video. That's always a plus. That was but, kind of awesome. But it's also a trope because she dies. How come a white girl couldn't die? I'm kidding, kind of. Because white is everlasting. That's white. That's white. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to a little bit of K-pop this week. We got the, the women of twice. I don't know if they're women because they're all like kind of young still. So. The song was I Love You More Than Anyone. This is coming from the hospital playlist. Have you watched Korean that? drama? I haven't started yet. This kind of made me want to. This is this pop, consider this, watching. This, this it. is a super popular drama. Is it really? This is one of the biggest no. dramas huh. of the past year. Because I think they're on season two. Right oh, now. okay. Did they have Red Velvet? They had other Mamamoo, mm-hmm. I think, on the on the soundtrack. And <laughs> how are you going to bring even a bigger audience to watching your stupid? Korean drama. Oh, just make twice sing on the have twice on. soundtrack and make them all smile and sing into a microphone and mm. act all cute and stuff. And yeah, not a real challenging song for them. Oh, yeah, kind of higher register, very sweet sounding, right? It's sweet and playful, just yeah. like Twice and Suyu. She is <laughs> definitely very pretty. The Twice 
their shortcomings I'm starting to figure out. They're like they're not the big vocalists. Mm. They're not Mama Moo. They're not Red Velvet. They're not gonna do the power ballads and shit, right? Yeah, they're not. They're cute. You know, they are evolving mm-hmm. into a more sophisticated group. Like, it's nicer to hear that they are doing ballads. Because I think as they get older, they're going to not want to keep doing choreography. Yeah. <laughs> right. Especially that But difficult. shit, they're still fucking young. As long as they've been around, they're still young, though, right? They're getting to that seven-year itch right now. Mm. In two, I think in one or two years, they're, they're at the seven-year itch. So, they may break up. You know, and plus Momo, she's getting old. Old 26. Well, gotta go back home. That old. She could come to America and start her new career somewhere. <laughs> but, on um, the Get Rick podcast. Yeah. But yeah, I, I gave it a unit. It was a nice song. It's just, it's a sweet, just summery. Not a whole lot to it. Not yeah. at all. But they look cute doing it again. Yeah. So final song of the week, Din Din featuring Ming Kyung Hun. I should not have loved you. So, I don't know. I, I wasn't going for any sort of transition mm. from baby I love you <laughs> love you more than anyone to I should not have loved you but I feel like you're trying to tell me something we're breaking up buddy <laughs> I don't know if you remember the last time these two collaborated it was on the Han Ryang song with Heechul and Bibi this time around they changed up the style that one was rap hip hop this one was big power ballad power ballad yeah you know that belongs probably very Perfectly in like a Korean drama. They should bring it. Oh, it's already been brought in. <laughs> they went pretty hard. I, I like this. I, I, they, they went hard. Min Kyung Hung is relatively underrated as a singer. He's mm. he was in he was in the group Buzz, I think, and he's an older guy. You know, he doesn't have the look. He doesn't have that that look like the BTS dudes. You know. The, oh, this guy's like thirty something though. Like he's he's older. Yeah, but even just. He, he's a personality on that Knowing Brothers. Mm. I don't know if you watch that show, but no, it's good. I like I like when he does those ballads with Hicho, and this one was really good because they go hard. And power ballads always win a lot of points with me. Uh, who is this Dindin chick again? Dindin's a dude. Oh. <laughs> Who's this Dindin dude again? <laughs> I think he's I think he's like an R and B guy. That's oh. why it's interesting that he did. Like a power ballad, like a rock power ballad. So I gave this one a Tay Tay too, man. Because I, because you like dudes harmonizing. This is this is what you wish you became a harmonizer. I always becoming by yourself, <laughs> all by myself. Right, nobody will harmonize with you. All right, since since we didn't have much in the way of new music this week that I felt I deemed worthy of the podcast. I went back to more on 90s ballads. So this time around, we went with female ballads from the 90s movie soundtracks. Slash TV soundtrack. I okay, I was going to say, I was trying to look up uh, the second one. That's why. So, I never watched 90210, okay? Did you not go to a prom? But I, I, I never watched 90210, so I had no idea it was from that. Okay. Make it from the beginning... Let's start off with the original one and only Space Jam, Monica's For You I Will, written by the great Diane Warren. You may not know that name, but she wrote three of the five songs that we're going to talk about. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. So, His babyface was slacking. 
None of these songs are from Babyface, as you can tell. Yeah, this is Monica when she was like 16 or 17 years old. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. From the one and only Space Jam. Before she did her collab with Brandy. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Since Michael Jordan is the GOAT, the GOAT of movies. GOAT for now. Well, it's not going to be LeBron. Because Giannis might take it. Still young. He's already got one. His record is... He didn't really have a super team to get there. Yeah. His record is not tarnished like LeBron's. (laughs) But they're not going to have Space Jam 3 with Giannis. Need to speak a little better to do that one. A little bit, a little bit. Maybe, maybe, they'll, maybe they'll do the Greek you know, space yeah, jam, right? <laughs> Greek jam. This show's gonna be him and his two other brothers like playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but anyway, how'd you like? Yeah, it's alright song. I was, I mean, ninety stuff. I, I liked all of these songs, mm. so I just have to rank them at the end. All right. Up next, we have Shanice from the 90210 soundtrack, also written by Diane Warren, Saving Forever for You, prom song, probably for a couple years at various schools throughout the United States in the 90s. It's a very sweet song. It's a very sweet song. Yeah. You see you see a young Brian Austin Green in the background, mm-hmm. just trying to mack on chicks and... I think it was pre-puberty because and then and he eventually got to smash Megan Fox. So you know, and then there's that. And then Megan Fox got stolen by Machine Gun Kelly. We got to bring up shit like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess she, she didn't save forever for him. Nope, <laughs> <laughs> saving 15 minutes for you. <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was our prom song for like what, 10th grade, 11th grade, 9th grade. Well, it wouldn't have been a prom then. It would have been like a like an end-of-year dance, right? Not really a prom prom. Only junior and senior years were proms. Yeah. Or maybe it was a, a winter, winter ball. ball or some shit, right? Winter ball, possibly, yeah. I don't know. That's what it should be. And I said a flip phone. She got a flip phone that she had? Damn, that is ancient technology. <laughs> Probably would still work. Probably work for 15 minutes before the battery died. Yeah. <laughs> before you have to hook it up to like like a freaking generator or something. <laughs> Alright. Song number three. Leanne Rhymes. How Do I Leave? From Con Air Movie. Also written by Diane Warren. Damn, girl. I don't know if you know that Trisha Yearwood also did a version of this song. Oh, really? Who's that? A country singer. Oh. So it came out, I think, at the same year. So when when they did the Conair movie, I think it was performed by Trisha Yearwood initially. Oh. And they said the song is too sad. Because Trisha Yearwood was probably, like, in her 30s. Oh. And Leanne Ryan was in, like, her 16s. The way the song comes off when Trisha Yearwood sings it, it's more sad. Because it's like from an older perspective, right? Her voice is a little well, lower. Because she's older and probably got dumped for a younger woman. And Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So they redid it, and then they put on the Con Air soundtrack, I think, with hmm. Leanne Rimes as the... A little, it, it's brighter sounding, it's a more youthful quality to it. Hmm. I do like the Leanne Rimes one, because it seems a little more hopeful. Like the other one, Trisha, it, it really does sound sad. <laughs> like there is this melancholy to the song, so... This one seems more hopeful. 
I'm not mm. gonna lie, I probably cried to all of these songs when I was in high school at some mm. point or another. Except when Leanne Rhymes' live is How Do I Leave Without You? <laughs> Which also makes, like, you're like, what? Like, how do I leave? Like, you just walk out the door, girl. Alright, next song. I'm the deepest cut probably of the five, right? No, uh, yeah, I mean, this wasn't as... This one is known. Yeah. So this is Jordan Hill, Remember Me This Way, from Casper, the friendly ghost, the dopest ghost in town. Oh, not Casper from... <laughs> That's why I just said it. You did not get it. Casper from kids, right? When it's Casper, the friendly ghost, the dopest ghost in town, that means Casper from kids. Oh. <laughs> you didn't even remember that. He sings that well, song. I haven't ever seen that show again since I saw it in the theater. I've never seen that show... Since then, and I remember it's Casper, the friendly ghost, the dopest ghost in town. <laughs> anyway. I just remember it's me, Casper. Don't <laughs> don't worry, it's me, Casper. <laughs> and he got AIDS. Because Telly gave the other girl AIDS. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that guy's just been spreading it around, too, yeah. Telly? Anyway, back to the touching, sad story of a young child boy ghost named Casper... Who probably died too young. Mm-hmm. This was written by David Foster. He's he's big with the adult contemporary type crowd. But this song was sad too. I didn't feel like her um, vocal talent was as strong. Yeah, as the others on the list. For I don't one, know if it was a song not featuring it or I, I don't know. I think in better hands because Jordan Hill. What has she done since then? Nothing. What did she do before then? I don't know. Waitress. <laughs> what you doing now? Waitress. <laughs> and finally, the ex-Tina. Hmm. Aguilaria with Mulan. And now I'm not talking about the new Mulan. I'm talking about the old Mulan. I figured 90s throwback, right? So Exactly. Yeah. Because I don't know if you watch both of them. I, I started watching the first one, then I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't remember this. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is an updated yeah. one. Yeah. So this is from the animated Mulan movie, mm-hmm. Reflections, written by Matthew Walder, who who sang that Don't Break My Stride song. Oh, really? Yeah, like, yeah from the 80s. Ain't that's nobody hold yep. me down. Yep. Uh-oh. Yep, that's I've him. i got to keep on moving. Yep, so he wrote... <laughs> He wrote Reflections. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Don't he wish he wrote better songs like Reflections? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this is this is Christina, arguably... Prime. The height of her powers. Mm-hmm. Not over-singing like the new one. Mm-hmm. The new version, she just is just over-singing all over the place. Just sloppy over-singing. This one is... Restraint. And she looked young, fresh, and cute. And this, I think this came out before her album. Oh, really? Like, this is before hmm. the Genie in a Bottle. Like, this is her Disney Channel situations. Yeah. yeah. But yes, this is... When she was still a good girl. When, before she was ex-Tina. <laughs> yeah. So, let's see. What you got for your, your list? I had a hard time... Because I like Saving Forever for You and Reflection. Mm. I had to go with Saving Forever for You just because the lyrics are a little more touching. Mm. Whereas the Reflection is less of a love song and more of a 
you know, it's a more of an empowerment thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So one, Shanice. Two, Christina Aguilia. <laughs> Three, Monica. For you, I will. Four, Leanne Rhymes. And coming up in a really close last place finish, <laughs> Jordan Hill. Get me my fucking burger and fries, bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sure she's doing great things at Denny's. Yeah, just like with the Olympics coming up, somebody's got to be first, somebody's got to be last. If you're not first, you're last. No, if you're not first, you're last. That's true, man. You I'd take a silver medal. People barely remember who won the gold medal. <laughs> yeah, but I'd still take it. For I mean, if, if I, I'd still be proud of that. Bronze, you know, LeBron's. Oh, the third best player of all time. That's hot button. That's a good one, though. Giannis wins another one. It might be LeBron's. Hashtag LeBron's. <laughs> that is gold. Despite it being LeBron's. We might have to dare ourselves to LeBron's broadcast. That's why you listen to our podcast. We, there's some gold that comes out of this shit. Every once in a while. Or, Le, or LeBron's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're just overplaying it, man. <laughs> I'm trying to put it into the vernacular already, man. Like, just like fetch. I'm trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> we would get canceled by LeBron. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed our music. If you want us to go over any music, or shit, if you want us to do some throwbacks in the 90s, send it to us. Email getrickpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, goodbye. LeBron's. Aren't we at least your third favorite podcast? <laughs> LeBron's. <laughs>